0: Overall, I didn't like the fact that they never took time to really feel the deaths that were happening. Um, specifically, towards the end, Han Solo's death, they never have a funeral, and that really bothers me. But we'll get to that when we when we move on. Um, my next note is, um, I like how excited uh, Finn and like Finn gets in the way that he acts with Ray and the way that he acts with Poe. Like I like how excited they are about how like he's, he's so excited that he learned how to shoot. He's um on the ships and he's so excited when Poe comes and he's like, man, that's an awesome pilot. Woo. Like, and then before that, when he was excited with Ray, like, wow, we, we like, how did you learn to fly like that? And she's like, I don't know. And, you know, like I like how excited they get because it is a very realistic, um, like you would be super excited if you just did that you know i, I really like that um and so the yeah so that kind of goes with the the note of they they get the good happy parts right but then the sad mournful parts they kind of missed um my next one is kylo ren's lightsaber and i have a theory about this <laughs> um I know why his lightsaber looks
1: like that.
0: You can tell me the real answer, but let me, let me throw my theory out here. (laughs) 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 Give me. So remember how before um, we, we talked about how we don't know what the trials are. And then he's like, you completed your training, you built the lightsaber. And so it's like, okay, well maybe building a lightsaber is the end of your training. And then you have to face whatever thing you don't want to face. And so Kylo Ren never finished his training. Like even the the bad guy, what's his name? Smok, smoke, Smoke, Smoke. Um, Snoke, the N. Snoke Sno- says he hasn't completed his training. And so maybe he tried to build a lightsaber and he couldn't because he wasn't done and he was like a crappy Jedi. And so that's why his lightsaber is unstable, is because <laughs> he never completed his training and he wasn't supposed to be done yet. And so he hadn't completed it. And so like Luke's lightsaber, the green one that he makes was all nice and cool because even though they had told him several times that he hadn't finished his training, he actually did finish his training and he made himself a lightsaber and that was his trial. And then Kylo Ren, it just goes to show he really wasn't ready (laughs) because his lightsaber is unstable. (laughs) Okay, you can tell me (laughs) you can tell me that- You know I really like
1: that? I really like that. So, okay, I'm not, I have not gone down the whole of research on this one specifically, but I do know that I have read things or, and seen YouTube videos explaining that the reason Kylo Ren's lightsaber is that way is because in every lightsaber, there's a kyber light crystal. That's what powers it. That's what gives it the color and and everything, right? It's a little thing that actually causes the lightsaber to come out as a laser sword and do things Mm -hmm. and have color. His kyberlite crystal is broken. Hmm. And so, it's still in there. It's still powering his lightsaber, but it's broken. Now, here's where I did not go down the whole of research. I probably should have. I don't know why I didn't think to do it for today's podcast. I'll do it later. Um, I I think that There's a few reasons for it to be broken. One of them, they said it was because the kyberlite crystal reflects how you're feeling inside or what you are inside. And Kylo Ren is so struggling with his two halves and just broken inside and doesn't know who he is. And so the kyberlite crystal is kind of reflecting that, hence why his lightsaber is reflecting that, is one theory that I believe I read. Um, But as for the the quote-unquote truth of why his crystal is broken... I'll have to dig a bit deeper but if I remember correctly that is what I read about why the his lightsaber is kind of jagged and everything like that. <laughs> it was like a metaphor. Yeah, cuz nobody soul else in the something.
0: Skywalker family is torn at all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not as much as he is. He is the goth, he's the epitome yeah. of the goth movement yeah. in this By the way, can I just say, I made a note of this, but Kylo Mm -hmm. Ren, the actor who plays him, Adam Driver, does such a good job. Kylo Ren is such a difficult character to capture, and he does such a, he is an amazing actor. Everything I've ever seen him in, which is not a lot yet, unfortunately, but he is just spot on. I've never had any complaints about any of his acting choices. He's always... Adam Driver.
0: Yeah, I've seen okay, him in wonderful. other things. I'm trying to find Marine. the movie that I saw him in. It was a weird movie, but.
1: <laughs> I'm positive it was a weird movie. <laughs> I think Star Wars is the most normal movie he's done that I'm aware of. Um, that in Marriage Story, but we don't watch Rated R movies, so you wouldn't know that one. Um, but I've seen scenes from Marriage Story, and oh my gosh, and Scarlett Johansson are just great. Anyway. Adam Driver pulls off Kylo Ren like no one else could have. Daisy Rid- Daisy Ridley. What's her name? Daisy. Something Ridley. Yeah, maybe it's Daisy. Right, the girl who plays Ray. Oh my gosh, I really hope that's her name. I I swear I know who she is. I love her. I think she's fantastic, and I'm not saying she's not fantastic as Ray. She brings a lot of nuance and a lot of greatness to the character of Ray. Her facial expressions were always like you can just see her thinking as ray and feeling as ray. That being said, Ray the character.
0: Mm-hmm. You could
1: have gotten a lot of different actresses to play her. They wouldn't have been as nuanced possibly as Ridley, but like you could get a lot of yeah. people to play Ray if that makes sense and it would still not as good but it would still come off good.
0: Yeah, it is, yeah, is Ray's written
1: and her character. But you can't get anywhere you can't get just anyone to play yeah, Kylo Ren. I, I would
0: agree with that. Um, I thought he did a good job. I I don't really have any complaints about him. I wasn't super. I know some people were like, "Oh, I was kind of disappointed when he takes his helmet off." Um, I think it's hilarious. I don't. I wasn't disappointed, but I thought it was hilarious because he's so obsessed with Darth Vader <laughs> that he wears the, this helmet. You know, in a shrine to Darth Vader. But Darth Vader wore the helmet because if he didn't, he would die. Kylo Ren is just wearing it. Like, it's... (laughs) He's He's the ultimate fanboy
1: cosplayer. He's such a poser. Get on his level. You know? (laughs) (laughs) I think that's why people were disappointed. Also, I think they were disappointed because he kind of looks young. And the look on his face when he takes it off is not the look that you're expecting this person that you've seen do all these vile things have he has a different expression to it which I think adds to his character it's why Adam Driver is the perfect actor for Kylo Ren there are so many I'm gonna say nuances again but there really are there are like if I was a drama teacher (laughs) Adam Driver would get 10 out of 10 for Kylo Ren just there's so many wonderful things he's doing with the character and I think some people were thrown off by the more subtle things and the different type of villain they were going for in this trilogy. It's not the typical where they take off the mask and they're still as imposing and still evil and always look angry or vile or wretched. He takes it off and he's not that. He looks a bit more innocent.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: He looks a bit more sorrowful. He has a softer tone to his voice without the mask. Like all these things. I think that's why people were disappointed. They wanted a more traditional villain. Which Adam Driver is good enough to have given them that. But that's not what the director and screenwriter were going for. So he gave us what they were going for. And he did it very well. Whether I agree (laughs) with this type of villain is a different story. But with what they gave him. He delivered 110%.
0: I read so much about this movie. Moving on. (laughs) Um, So my next note is um, when Kylo Ren meets Rey, he finds out that she has... She's seen the map and he's gonna, like, suck it out of her brain. And he puts her to sleep. And just all these things that the Force can now do, it can stop people's entire bodies. It can, you know, go inside their brain and get information, which you we kind of see it with Poe, but it, you kind of, it, it alludes to the fact that Poe gives up the information because he was being tortured. But then when he's is um, interrogating Ray, you kind of get the mind reading thing. Like he, he Poe never actually gave it up because he was in so much pain or anything. Um, Poe just wasn't able to stop him from like reading his mind. Which is a whole other weird thing. And then putting her to sleep is weird. The Force is, I feel like he can do so many things with the Force that Anakin couldn't do. (laughs) But you don't know that Anakin couldn't do them necessarily because we never really see Anakin do anything awesome with the Force.
1: I know, right? Like this would have been awesome like, stuff I to see Anakin do in the prequels.
0: I kind of wish these movies had been so made first be and then one, two, and three had been made nowadays. You know what I mean? Like I wish the 2020 version was one, two, and three yeah. and seven, eight, and nine was you know the two thousand two version. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I understand. Yeah, that would have been nice because I would like to see Anakin be super OP over all the other Jedi. Um I have to say really quickly, I feel like at least half of Finn's lines are just him yelling Ray over and over again. Ray! Ray, like he yells her name so often yep. in this movie. <laughs> it's, just, it's half his script. It's such a, not that Finn. Not that you know his lines are anything to laugh at, and then anyone could play Finn. But like, it's it must have been very easy on some of those days. Also, some of those I have just a question. Him yelling Ray and running.
0: So Daisy Ridley was allowed to keep her accent. Yes, but Finn, John Boyega, whatever his name is, was not. Yes. Yeah. Why?
1: Oh, I know why. I know why. I know why this is because i watch interviews from actors they originally when they were auditioning him they had him keep his british accent and they just said sorry it just does not read very well i'll even send you the link to the interview it's so funny it just didn't read very well as a stormtrooper they just he wasn't finn he wasn't the finn they imagined it just didn't work his lines sounded weird Um, with the type of accent he had specifically. So they said, hey, could you do an American instead? He did a really good American. They're like, that's it. That's the fin we want. That's how we want the lines to sound. Um, And then the same thing with Daisy Ridley, except they liked her original accent. So they allowed her to keep it. That's why it wasn't like (laughs) (laughs) discrimination of the accents, Um, but it, it was more just like how they wanted them to sound. And they prefer the American accent for Fenn specifically, with everything going on. But General Hux also has an accent, doesn't he? Like a British or Irish accent? Yeah. The general, the right-hand general? Hux? But bad guys he are not accent. have
0: accents, though. So bad come guys on.
1: just American people. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Bad guys, just for whatever reason, we Americans, if you put a British accent on someone, just slap it on the character. Like, we were just like, oh yeah, they could be evil very easily. Like, we just maybe it's left over mm-hmm. from our Revolutionary War days, I don't know. But we just associate British accents with evil sometimes. Um, my next note is Finn and Han are kidnapping Captain Phasma. Oh, and of course the line that I did like
0: that works. line. Really- um, pretty, I I still like, even though I kind of feel like he didn't add a whole ton to the story. I really actually enjoyed Han Solo being there just because Harrison Ford is Harrison Ford. Um, I know that Harrison Ford, I like I, I know that he didn't want to be there, but I was glad that he was because a lot of his lines were just really funny. Yeah. I did. he not. only
1: would come back if they killed off Han Solo hence why they killed him off in 7 instead of 8 like I thought they would I was a little t- I, I was preparing for Han Solo's death going into 7, 8, and 9 I knew it was gonna happen I just did had a feeling and I but I was expecting it to happen in 8 not in 7 it did but it happened in
0: 7 and so we'll we'll get to it. maybe we will I don't know and we're yeah. almost to <laughs> an hour one, and 40 minutes <laughs> We're
1: basically almost at the end. Um so with Captain Phasma, they kidnap her, right? And Finn has admitted that he does not know how to shut down the shields. So they kidnap her, they take her to this room, he's saying, Shut down the shields. He doesn't know how to shut down the shields. How does he know that what she's doing is shutting them down? How does he know that she's not alerting everyone to their presence and ordering more troops to come that way? Also, he turns his back on her for a good 10 to 15 he- seconds to talk to Han Solo. She could have knocked him out and taken the gun in that time or alerted people or both. And he's just standing there with his back turned, gun not yeah, pointing Yeah, that her, whole scene, like, you Solo. can tell that she
0: took the shields down because of what was on the screen. But I don't, I don't understand why she took the shields mm-hmm. down. Like, the way that the scene was presented, again, like, they've got a gun to her, but so? Like, she's a stormtrooper. I mean, I know she's, like, a captain and she's all shiny, but, like, really, she can't have that much hope that, you know, she's gonna live a long and happy life. Like, she just kind of is like, okay, yeah, I'll take it down. Like, she doesn't put up very much of a fight. I feel like that was kind of a waste of a cool character and she just kind of, she just kind of complies, and she does it, and mm-hmm. again, with not a lot of coaxing, not a lot of like threatening. Really, she just kind of is like, okay, <laughs> like you're gonna die, and she throws some like vain threats yeah. out, and that's pretty much it. And then she, yeah. So I thought that could have been better. I feel like Finn should have just known how to do it. Um, there was no point in them capturing her. And the trash compactor Same. throwback was funny. Kind of, you know, gives me a little <laughs> PTSD <laughs> because I hate that scene. But um, <laughs> but it was funny. I get why. And I like I love Finn's face when he's like smiling all big. Yeah, we do. Like it was funny. I I, I can appreciate it even though I don't appreciate it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, I understand. I did like that line um, a lot. I thought it was funny. I could have done without it. Like it wouldn't have taken anything away from the movie for me. But I did think it was funny. Even for not wanting to be there, Mm -hmm. Harrison Ford delivered as Han Solo. Um, My other line that I just said, I wrote it down because I was just like this man, like this line made my day. When they finally find Ray and Finn, and Ray are hugging, and Han Solo yeah. just comes up, "Escape now, hug later." I don't know why, but it had me on the floor rolling. It was after,
0: good. After,
1: like, <laughs> seriously, the way he said it—like anyone could say that line, and it would be like, "Oh, ha, ha," you know. But the way Harrison Ford as Han Solo says it, there's, just a, there's, there's just something about it. Han Solo is one of the greatest fictional characters of our time, and Harrison For sure. Ford is the only one who can pull him off. Like um, that—that's just it yeah
0: okay so i just have a note of we finally get to see the droids because all the other movies start with the droids and this one doesn't it starts with um bb-8 i guess but we finally get to see c-3po and r2d2 and once again this movie is depressing because r2d2 is on low power mode so he doesn't do anything (laughs) until the end and it's super sad um but yeah, we finally get to see the droids. And he's like, "You won't recognize me because of my red arm." And okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> and then I go ahead.
1: Yeah, my note. My note. Oh, sorry. Actually, my note is after that. I was going to say my notes before that. No, Han is still alive, so my note is about that scene, not
0: about his, during that, it, but about the scene it. with the droids. But yeah. Oh okay. Um no, the scene with his. I just have staff. one note before I have. That was the way. So you did that one. Um, so Kylo Ren's anger management is kind of laughable. I mean, we've talked about how the Skywalker's like are whiny, <laughs> but like really, he just like destroys with his you know broken lightsaber, like just starts crashing the ship controls, and then when Rey escapes he like destroys the room and the stormtroopers are like walking up and then they like stop and like turn around and walk away and it's just like kid you really need to learn to control yourself (laughs) like it's funny because Anakin and like Obi-Wan and it was all about controlling your emotions and don't let your emotions get out of control and don't let yourself feel too much and all this stuff and then he's just like I'm the dark side i can feel whatever i want and i feel angry so i'm just gonna destroy this room like it's hilarious i don't i i find it hilarious that he takes the whininess of the skywalker family to like a whole new level
1: <laughs> yeah yeah he kind of throws tantrums jonathan was watching part of the movie with me and we saw the scene where he was just destroying stuff um like you were said and he was like he's just throwing a tantrum like he's yeah. like a toddler just destructive
0: um
1: it's yeah yeah that's how you know he's a Skywalker like just like how you that's how you know he's yeah. not one that's um so then the next
0: is one is when Solo confronts him and the battle that is super uh time sensitive and they only have a few seconds and then all of a sudden he sees Kylo Ren and the battle stops and is just like on pause and Ray and Finn come in and look and Chewie comes and they watch and (laughs) they have this little moment and like seconds before it was like oh no they're in trouble they're gonna they're not gonna make it we don't have enough time and then it's like nope calm down hold on a second we gotta give we gotta get this death scene in here it was
1: the Force freezes time, Taya. It's not another the thing we decided <laughs> the Force can do in this series. It can freeze
0: time.
1: <laughs> uh. <laughs> Favorite line. Okay. My note is about what I would potentially change. Now, I don't know if this is a good idea or a bad idea. I'm going to bounce it off you right here, right now. So we know the death scene, right? Kylo Ren's like, I don't know if I have the strength to do it. Han's like, do whatever you have to do. I'll help you kills han says thank you han goes out okay but before that you know han is like come home come home with us you can still you know be ben my son and all this what if yes but what if what if instead of the thing going that way han comes up come home ben accepts to go home with him he tips over to the light side which would mean some changes beforehand in the movie to show Ben tipping more to the light. That's a different story. Say that happens, he tips more to the light. He starts going with his father and Rey and all of them. And then on the way to the Millennium Falcon or whatever ship they're trying to get back to, Han dies, whether it's by Kylo's hand somehow or someone else. Actually, no, not by Kylo's hand. That would destroy what I'm going for. He gets killed. During the fight over, Ben is very sad. He gets taken away for reconditioning by Snoke, which would bring back to the beginning when Finn had to go in for reconditioning as a stormtrooper because he didn't follow orders or what they wanted him to do. And so we get even more of a, like a struggle in Ben between the light and the dark. And we see that he really is... Because we see Leia and all these people say he's just being manipulated by Snoke, right? I feel like this would have been even bigger like he really is more geared to the light side he just has a lot of trauma and a lot of emotions and Snoke is manipulating that and also brainwashing him by having him actually want to go home with his father see his mom and then go with him see him die be upset but then be dragged off to be reconditioned by Snoke Ray and Finn have to escape they can't stay to save him so they leave. And then when you see him in eight again, he's um, like, he's been reconditioned. You know, he's a bit harder, but more.
0: My only issue with that is a good the idea. whole it just point of head. choosing light or dark is agency. And the fact that you have to choose which one you want. And the f- that like the way that the force works is very much your choices, the choices that you make, make you either light or dark. And so that would be my only issue um, with Kylo Ren. Cause it, I, I don't mind the fact that Kylo Ren is being manipulated in the fact, the same way that Anakin was being manipulated is promising things, you know, that they wanted promising them power, promising them all this stuff. And then just never delivering on it, which is what happened to Anakin. The poor guy never got to be a master his entire life. You know, he was always an apprentice. He never got to be a master. And, and it kind of shows the consequences mm-hmm. of your choices. And I yeah. think the whole point of Star Wars and the Force has always been your choices. So taking out choice would kind of ruin it for me personally. I
1: just don't want Kylo to kill his father mm-hmm. and then be able to be redeemed. Okay, I
0: want him to <laughs> to either not kill I have his have father. A question about that, I have a kill question his father about and that. Not be redeemed and say it. Um, I just I because don't <laughs> this has been presented to me before and watching yeah. it, and so I, I was watching this time specifically for it. Yeah. Does Han Solo help him kill him? I think I know what you're gonna say. That is and a huge both, theory that's going
1: around they because both he says, I'll help do whatever. You know, whatever yeah, it is, I'll help
0: they do. both have their hands on the lightsaber and, light saber. The light and light then, light then saber. it goes off. Yeah. And he says thank you. And so it really does seem like Han Solo helps him kill him. And it's like, I'm gonna help you not be tortured and tormented by making sure you go completely dark, and there's no light left in you. Bad plan, Han Solo. Bad plan. But... <laughs> yeah. Again, the so, that decisions are not his
1: I I, I, I wonder about it,
0: because like, does... Because, one, it's he wants to help his son not be tortured, but other than that, I don't understand... I don't understand it if that's true. If it's not true, I still don't understand that scene. And and honestly, when you look at Han Solo's face, like when he is killed, you don't see a whole lot of like I mean, you see shock and surprise and remorse, but it doesn't seem like it doesn't like the look on his face doesn't look like he actually did like know it was coming and helped him like push the button or anything um but I think yeah Yeah. it's hard to have a redemption arc when you kill your dad in cold blood and an innocent dad like you know like he wasn't in any way a bad guy he wasn't even a bad father like and so it just kind of it, I don't know. Either he did help him in which case han solo died in order to ensure that his son became like the dark side apprentice or he was trying to get the lightsaber from his son and his son chose to kill him to try and push himself to the darkness as much as possible because when you are in depression state that's what you do you push people away you do everything you can self hateable so that people will stop trying to save you um so it's it's it goes with along with human character but it's really hard to have a redemption arc when you literally not only killed one of the greatest fictional characters ever but he was also your dad And there wasn't, like, a fight, and then you killed him. There wasn't an accident. You literally killed him in cold blood. And so, yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, Also, why did they name him Ben? And I don't have a problem with this, but this was brought up to me, so I'll bring it up. Like, Obi-Wan was the name that they knew him by. They didn't know him by Ben. Luke knew him by Ben and they weren't that close with him. Like they didn't hang out with him really at all. Like Leia knew of him, but she knew of him as Obi-Wan. Han had him on the ship for a little while, but didn't, you know, I, I don't really have a problem with the fact that his name was Ben and that he was named after Obi-Wan I just kind of, I do think it's a little weird, but also maybe they just like the name Ben and it was also an homage to Luke and they didn't want to just straight up name him Luke, so. Some of the last
1: notes I have are when they come back and they they see... Leia, like they come back to the Resistance base, basically.
0: Do you have any notes before then? Um, yeah, I do for the fight with um Ray and Kylo and what's Finn. his face, Finn? Finn Yeah. Um. So Ray gets hurt, and Finn like, or he. So they meet Kylo in the woods. Kylo throws Ray against a tree and she falls. Finn throws his gun to go and help Ray. Dumb move. Come on, like big old bad guy just came and is in your presence and through your friends. Why throw your gun? Why? Anyway. Because so- again, this movie is a movie of people who make dumb decisions. <laughs> You just can't yeah. help it. And then... Um, and then... Uh, so, so Kylo Ren gets shot with uh, Chewie's incredible crossbow that's been throwing people left and right throughout this whole movie. He is hitting himself to, like, amp up his adrenaline. I don't know. He's bleeding. And so um, he's tired. And so when uh, Finn... Takes up the lightsaber, goes up against him. Kylo Ren's not really fighting him, and it takes a it takes a while for him to defeat Finn. Um, but if you and I always thought that that was weird, but watching it again, Kylo Ren is not really fighting that hard. <laughs> He's just kind of like walking around, blocking everything that Finn is doing. So I actually didn't have a problem with the fact that Finn lasted so long against him. Um, and then Ray fights him. And she obviously does a lot better because she is someone who can use the force. And um, she has this moment of, like, she Kylo Ren kind of stops in his fight with her and is like, I can train you. And she's, like, shocked. She's like, what? And he's like, I can train you. I can show you your how to use your powers. And, like, she literally just watched him murder, like, the man that he already knew she considered to be her father. And it turns out he actually was like his father. And so, yeah. So it's, I don't know. It's kind of this moment of like, why do you think she would say yes because he was seduced by the thought of more
1: power in the dark side, so why shouldn't everyone be seduced by that? He's lonely. Misery loves company. He wants someone to train. He wants to finish Vader's quest and
0: be a master and train someone, Taya. Because Vader not never got to train anybody. <laughs> yes. So he wants to Vader finish. Never, Vader got, Vader never got to train. Them. Okay, I'll buy that. Vader never got an apprentice, and he wanted to finish Vader's work by actually becoming a master. Because Vader never got the chance to. He was always the apprentice. Yep. Um, Yep. And then the next one, yeah, is when they come back to the Resistance, and Leia hugs Rey. And she doesn't hug Hug Chewie. Oh, That was my note. I was like, of all
1: the betrayals in this movie, this one hurts the most. Why are you not hugging Chewie with all that you have and having Ray in the background looking
0: sad? What is wrong with people? Even if she wanted to hug Ray, that's fine. She should have hugged Chewie first and then Chewie like, too much, it's too much, I gotta go on. You know, like, leaves her. And then she can hug Ray, but Chewie yeah. literally just walks right past her, and she doesn't oh. even like look at him. And she, she hugs Ray. She doesn't oh. give a medal
1: to Chewie. She doesn't give him the medal in episode four, and she doesn't hug him in episode seven. They were just repeating things from episode four.
0: Poor he gets he gets <laughs> like this is his best friend for like fifty years. <laughs> oh. that was his life partner for oh. years his oh. entire Wookiee life I don't know how long Wookiees live but a very <laughs> long time yes and oh, and gosh. she doesn't hug him it's like he, and he literally and he just saved Ray. by the way like he literally came and saved her from Kylo and he saved Ben and her and he just poor poor shafted Wookiee like I feel so (laughs) bad for Chewbacca. Uh, Yeah, Um, I hated
1: that part. I want to dress up as General Organa and find Chewbacca at, like, Star Wars World when everything's opened up again and give him a hug. Seriously,
0: (laughs) just hug all of them. Oh, I hate that part. I was just like, why? Why? That was my next note. That's
1: I literally have like three exclamation points Leia should hug Chewie and not Ray. Like, that was my next note. Oh my gosh, so awful! They try to give Ray main character syndrome so many times, they just keep trying to make it revol- everything revolve around her, even though she's brand new into this world. Well, I don't and want she, to
0: have main character syndrome. <laughs> like, she doesn't have main character. It's like, everybody's just forcing it on her. Yes, exactly. They're just trying. It's like they're trying
1: to make her a main character syndrome person, but she doesn't have any other aspect of being main character, so it doesn't quite work. So stupid stuff like that gets decided where, like, we're going to have her hug Ray instead of have Leia hug Chewie first, at very least. Oh Yeah. Stop trying to force main character syndrome on Ray. She's not a main character. Sy- She's not a character that would have that syndrome.
0: She's just not.
1: Uh, anyway, um,
0: anyway. So I also want to address what we had talked about in the last movie: the fact that Han Solo and Princess Leia are no longer together. I maintain, after watching it <laughs> a second time, they are still together. <laughs> He just, after their son went evil, he like, he went back to smuggling. She went back to fighting in a war and they've just been separated this time, but they are still married. He had every intention of coming back to her. They just needed a break because their son basically died. And sometimes you need to step back. So that is my, that, like, I still think that they were together they just hadn't seen each other each other in a long time because there's a war going on and that happens sometimes couples can't see each other as often as they like and she was mad at him and she's always mad at him so that is perfectly <laughs> fine i i don't think i i do think that they tried really hard to ruin that relationship and i hate that but i maintain my own personal canon <laughs> head canon that they are together and they were just separated at this moment in time after things happened with their son. And they just took a little break from each other, not from their marriage.
1: I actually agree more with you. I, after watching it, I remember you said that. I was like, they're not, like, not together. They're just going through a rough patch, which is very common in war, like you said, when a child dies or... Apparently goes evil, stuff like that. So, no, I, I am also on the team. They were taking a break and not the break that Rachel and Ross were on, but, like, a real <laughs> – we're still together, just need time apart break. Um, so, yeah, no, I'm 100% with you on that. I did not get the feeling that they were not a couple in any way during seven. I feel like if they weren't a couple – Maz wouldn't have been like, you have to go back. You've been avoiding her for too long. If you're not together, like, why? You don't have to do anything, you know? So, no, they're together. They need a time. It doesn't say how long they've been apart. It doesn't say how long Ben has been evil, but... Yeah, no, I agree. I'm okay with it. For our own sanity, we're going to stay that way. And all the clues point to that, so...
0: Um, not specific to the timeline, but I had a couple more notes just in general.
1: Okay. Um. Do you wanna Do you wanna finish the timeline and then go into the more general notes, or do the general notes and then
0: pop back? Yeah, let's, let's finish the timeline first.
1: Okay. So R two D two has been in low power mode ever since Master Luke went missing, says C three PO. And then of course BB eight, you know, is not, that's when we find out because BB is knocking into him. Well later, you know, when after Han is dead and they get. BB-8 there, and, you know, by this time we know that there's a partial map to Luke Skywalker, which I still don't know why there's a map at all to Luke Skywalker. I just, Who made it? Why does it exist? He wanted to hide. Anyway, but there's a map. And C-3PO says earlier, it's doubtful that R2 would have it in his backup data, or data, however he says it. Okay, R2 totally has it. He wakes up at the most, maybe not the most convenient time, but at a very convenient time for them to get it from him and have BB put the piece in there why what causes R2 to suddenly wake up after all this time it's not like no one for him <laughs> the force is the answer to everything oh my gosh it's just I didn't understand why R2 suddenly woke up I wish he hadn't I wish he'd been awake the whole time and they just got the other piece of the map some other way I would have preferred that or they just had the whole map. like or they just had the whole map from the beginning or there was no map because it doesn't make sense and I'm never going to stop saying that. Unless someone can convince me otherwise. Convince me otherwise if you think you can. The map was a good plot move and made sense in the story with what Luke was doing.
0: Not just You can it. send us either a, a recorded message or you can comment um, on our Facebook page. Um, convince me. Yeah. I, I, it doesn't make sense to me. But, I mean, honestly, nothing that happens with R2 throughout the entire series makes any sense. <laughs> Come on, now.
1: That's true. R2 is just a not-making-sense-droid. I agree. Um, I have one last note that is not about the map. Um, And I kind of answer this myself. Like, I understand they can't really send Leia to find Luke because she's, like, the general, the resistance, and they have to resist more than ever now. But don't you think Leia could have gone there and just, like, grabbed Luke's ear and dragged him home real fast? Faster than a random person with his lightsaber could?
0: I think that they make bad decisions. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, honestly, they make bad decisions. I mean, okay, maybe, like, they needed the general there, like, you know... But it doesn't seem like it takes Ray all that long to get there. I don't know. (laughs) But they, yeah, maybe they just needed her there to be, you know, bossing people around. I don't know. I have no idea. Or maybe they're like, oh, you're a force user. So you need to be the next Jedi that he trains. So that's why they sent him. They didn't necessarily send her to get him, but they sent her to be trained by him, maybe. Mm, that makes more sense. They didn't, they didn't tell her that or anything <laughs> smart, but but that's what they did, maybe. I mean, it makes um, more
1: sense, honestly.
0: Yeah, that would be... Because, like, Obi-Wan sends Luke to Yoda to be trained, not necessarily to bring Yoda back to him, so... And that's, that's my theory, since this is just a gender-bent <laughs> new hope, so... Um, I still just think...
1: Even a message from Leia, like hidden in the BB 8 unit or OT, whatever droid she took with her. I guess it would have been even more of a throwback to four, but like just something, or maybe not a message, but like a token from Leia. Something from his sister. It's his only living relative aside from Ben that he has. He's probably the closest to her. Like just. Anyway, okay, that is the end of all my notes. I know you have a couple general things left. Go for it.
0: So overall, I really liked a lot of the characters. I thought they they made some cool characters with throwbacks and everything. But I um, I wish it was on a smaller scale. We talked about that. I really think that it should not have just been a giant planet that could destroy galaxies. That was a little ridiculous. Um, my... <sighs> Okay, so this movie takes place about 30 years after the um, num- the Empire Strikes Back, right? Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. So it, it takes it's about 30 years since Return of the Jedi, and Return of the Jedi was 20 years after um, Revenge of the Sith. So... It's been fifty years. Why does nobody remember who the crap the Jedi are? (laughs) Literally in A New Hope, he says, for over a thousand generations, the Jedi Knights were the guardians of peace and justice in the old republic. Before the dark times, before the emperor. Like what a thousand generations? Like, like define a generation because sometimes like biblically a generation is like, can be over a hundred years, but like, or it can be, you know, the generation X versus generation Z baby boomers, millennials, like you're born during this decade, you're this, this decade, you're that generation, or it can be, you know, your dad, you, your kids, those, however you want to count up generations. It's longer than a year. So over thousands of years, (laughs) they have been the guard. They've been esteemed the guardians of peace and justice. And yet somehow in 50 years, they are completely forgotten to the point of nobody knows. Like not nobody, but a lot of people don't know. And it's like this happened 30 years before. Like 50 years before, they had temples. They were everywhere. And suddenly people are like, and Han Solo is talking about, that's what I thought. I didn't think it was real. I thought it was all just crazy magic stuff. And that's a myth. And that's a legend. and But it's all true. And it's like thousands of years. <laughs> like, <laughs> that doesn't, it just, it just bothers me that there's a premise of the fact that people have forgotten because in, in the original movies, they, they talk about like how it's an old fashioned idea, but everybody still kind of knows like Luke knows about the Jedi and granted Solo doesn't know that much about it or he doesn't believe in it necessarily. Not that, not that he doesn't, know about it. He just doesn't think that it's better than a blaster. And so, it just really bothers me <laughs> that people are like, what? I don't know what the Force is. I don't know what that means. I don't know. And it's and it happens in Mandalorian. It happens in um, Rogue One. Like, they just keep on de- beating the dead horse that people don't remember the Force. People don't remember who the Jedi are. But... <laughs> It literally says for thousands of generations. (laughs) Like, you don't just forget that in 50 years. Like, they're not in the Dark Ages. They're not in a time when they don't have ways of recording their past. Like, people know how to write. They know how to journal. They know how to, like, they have images and pictures and, like, um, holograms of their past and recordings. Like, and, and it wouldn't have all been kept in the Jedi Temple that they destroyed. It would have been just... Everybody would have known that they didn't kill every single person who remembered who the Jedi were. You know what I mean? Like they just killed the Jedi, but people should still know who they are. It just I that bothers me so much. I agree. It I don't know, it just really annoys me. And with the the myth and everything that's happening, that's that's also why I'm disappointed in one, two, and three is the fact that we don't get to see very much of the Jedi being there and being in their full force when they actually were, you know, um, around for everybody to see. And I really think that Star Wars needs to figure out, like, moving forward, that the Jedi are not a myth or legend from a thousand years ago (laughs) it was 50 years ago and they had been there forever like this they were not like this cool fad or this like you know 30 year run of a cool elite task force that maybe people heard of maybe people didn't like they were everybody knew about the jedi everybody understood about the jedi that they were the guardians of peace and justice and that they worked for the old republic (laughs) like they everybody knew that for thousands and thousands of years stop pretending like people don't know who they are (laughs) (laughs) no i'm with you that is really
1: annoying i don't think i paid as much attention to it as you have but it is really annoying when you think because i just wasn't paying attention to the timeline i was more focused on other stuff, I guess, but yeah, no, it's really annoying that they keep doing that. I agree wholeheartedly, <laughs> it just doesn't make any <laughs> sense. They should all know about the Jedi, they should, yes. they should all know about the Jedi, like, unless they went around and used the force to like wipe people's memories and didn't do a- the best job of it to where people still kind of remembered what they were. Which we don't but, see them do that. Like, there's <laughs> no excuse for every single person to be like, the Jedi? But I Darth, thought that was just mythical.
0: But, yeah. But Darth Vader, because um, in the scene, in A New Hope, yeah. Darth Vader is in a conference with the pe- with some guys. And the guy is like, oh, that old religion is outdated. And, and Darth Vader was offended because he didn't understand the Force which means he didn't want to erase the things of the force. He was definitely like, he wanted people to know about the force because they want, he wanted to be feared. So he was definitely not going around deleting things that, you know, pertain to the force. He was trying to keep the religion alive by killing people. I mean, it wasn't the best plan, but we've already, <laughs> they make that have, that they're not good at planning. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, he just I just yeah he wanted people to know about the force because he wanted people to know about the Jedi because he wanted people to fear him and the only way they would fear him is and know how much power he had was if they understood that the force was real so he was actively trying to keep people to respect the force and remember it And yet, somehow, people still forget. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 Taylor, that's why they forgot. They didn't
1: want to give him the satisfaction, so they acted like they didn't know what he was talking about until it became true, and their children had no idea what they were talking about. They were like, this is the ultimate resistance to Darth Vader. Pretend you don't know what the force is. It'll annoy him to no end.
0: Uh, I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, so... Overall, I didn't have a whole ton of problems with this movie. The problems I had come in the later movies. Yes. What um, that? But I do have an issue with the fact that they couldn't come up with an original storyline and they just reused new Hope. I didn't like the fact that there was no mourning. There was no funeral for Han Solo. There was no mourning for the billions of people that got blown up. There wasn't a stop. Think about the, uh, the consequences of their actions for Kylo Ren, you know, there there wasn't anything like there was no moment of silence or moment to mourn. And we don't get a funeral for Han Solo, which I think is not cool. So those are those are my issues with it. But overall, I did like the characters. I think BB-8 is adorable. I liked it. Finn is not a hero. He's kind of a coward and very selfish. I like that Poe is a lot like Han Solo without just straight up being Han Solo. And I like that Rey has no idea what she's doing. She's just good at it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, I really, I know it probably sounds like I have a lot of problems with Seven, but Seven, and I tried so hard to keep it to just Seven by itself as a movie, It's so hard for me to separate from 8 and 9, though. 7, by itself, aside from everything you mentioned about how it's kind of a new hope, gender-bent in a lot of ways and these nostalgia and some odd ways, everything like that, I really do enjoy watching 7. I loved watching it in the theaters. I believe I saw it at least two times in the theaters um, because I went once with my husband, aunt, and uncle, and then I took my mom to go see it because she's, you know obviously grew up with star wars and i wanted to be there with her when she watched it i genuinely enjoy it i really loved it it's when eight and nine come out and it's all together that i just i i just can't (laughs) like i get i i'm fine with them i we'll talk about it more obviously we get to it but yeah seven as a movie just by itself i am fine with I really enjoy the characters. I enjoy a lot about it. I I laughed a lot at the humor they had, especially with Finn and with Han Solo. Actually, the conversations and the banter between Finn and Han Solo, I really enjoyed a lot just because it was like... Han's used to being around like Luke. He's used to being around like a Poe, more of a character, like a heroic. And here he is with like an idiot who's selfish and he just doesn't know what to do. The
0: Force. Mm -hmm. That's not how the Force works. Like, just, it's my favorite. He's used to being, yeah, Han Solo's used to being the selfish one and (laughs) he got his rules taken. He's like, wait a second, you're supposed to be convincing me to be a hero, not me convincing you to be a hero. When did we switch here? exactly yeah. Yeah, no,
1: I loved it I, I really do love a lot about seven we will talk about eight and we'll talk about nine when we get to those but just know that I don't think I've seen eight all the way through beginning to end since that it was in theaters that is I know we haven't
0: <laughs> I, I watched all of these one time I did not watch anything more like well now I've seen seven twice because I watched it for this um and I will see eight (laughs) next week and then I'll see nine again next week and that will be twice for all of the movies that are the sequels so we'll be in the same boat
1: (laughs) yeah I've watched nine since it was theater released mostly for because other people including my husband at one point wanted to watch it um so I watched it with them but eight Maybe you know what I might have seen part of a also because Jonathan wanted to watch it, but I don't think I saw the whole film. With anyway, yeah, beginning to end a will be the second time next week, but do I have thoughts? Oh, you thought <laughs> I was ranty Laura today.
0: <laughs> um yeah, we will, I mean, tune in next week for sure. <laughs> this is this is gonna be interesting. Um I have I have thoughts on it. Um, I am one of the people that didn't necessarily enjoy it. Yep, because there's a lot of pointless stuff. But maybe I'll like it better the second time around. So I, we will, yeah. yeah, we will talk about it next week. <laughs> yeah, I am a person who
1: I don't enjoy it as a Star Wars movie. I will see how I feel about it as not a Star Wars movie as well. That this will make more sense next week. But basically, I don't think it fits within the Star Wars scheme so I don't like it as a Star Wars movie but I'm going to watch it again and see kind of imagine if this were not a Star Wars movie would I like it and I will have the answer (laughs) for y'all next week if that is the case
0: All right. well this is Taya and this is Laura and we are signing off until next week yay
1: excuse the (laughs) rant sorry bye
0: (laughs) (laughs) bye guys